Formation, Pastor Ryan and Pastor Tyler here. Welcome to another episode of The Weekly, where each week we take an opportunity to explain the whys behind what we do as a church family. I've been thinking that maybe we should have called this The Weekly-ish. Mm-hmm. Because well, we're, we're like, we're, we're close-ish to, to every week. Yeah. And there's gaps. Giving something a title based on like frequency is never a good idea. idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this week we want to discuss why we use the Church Center app. Mm-hmm. So this is obviously something as you're the one who really runs so much of the infrastructure that keeps our church going, that this will be something that I think you get to speak into a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, anyone who's ever attended one of our services have, has heard during the announcements where we talk about the Church Center app and the info card, and it is such an important part of how we kind of keep everything running, keep people informed in our church that I thought it would just be worth us talking about, like, why we use that. Because we probably have some people who have, you know, visited or been a part of churches before where every single week they weren't told to like jump on an app sure. and to utilize it in some way. Yeah. So I thought it'd be good for us just to talk a little bit about why we use this app. So one question that it comes to my mind is why church center, the church center app versus like, like some churches have their own, like, you know, the, I can't think of the, a church name off the top of my head, but like, let's say a lot of churches would have a Ridgeline app or a formation church app that yeah. they use some third party site to develop it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we use this church center one that actually a lot of different churches use. Yeah. So why this one versus another one? Yeah. Well, I think the reason that it's not like branded or whatever, mm-hmm. I mean, they've enabled the ability to brand the colors. And so now our colors are in there. Yeah. Um, but um, the reason that we utilize the church center app above, of other options and there are countless other app-based companies that want to sell you their app. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very expensive. Yeah. Uh, in some cases, it can be more expensive than even developing a website. Wow. Uh, it depends on the complexity. And so there's usually a setup fee of, you know, somewhere around two to $4,000. And then there are monthly access fees for the management and the server and all of those kind of things. And those typically are, you know, about $300 a month. Um, we pay $14 a month for the church center app. And so anyone who knows me at all knows like, unless like one saves you and one doesn't, Mm -hmm. there's no chance I'm going to (laughs) choose two grand plus $300 a month over $14 a month. Right. Um, And at, at its core, like a lot of the other apps really focus on being some sort of like in your pocket sermon player. Mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, even things like, you know, some of the biggest podcasts that exist, all of that, they just rely on you to subscribe to their feed through your player of choice. Right. And so the churches that are trying to reinvent the wheel, uh, that doesn't really make sense to me. It doesn't resonate. Yeah. Uh, we have buttons for our app or for our podcasts in our app so that you don't have to search for them yeah. or don't have to come across some other things. But I think, that's the primary reason that we use church center above mm-hmm. other things. And so that's why I have to give the disclaimer, you know, once you, you know, install it, you have to make sure you're in formation. But then at that point, once you're in it, you'd actually have to do quite a bit of work to like be logged out of it. Okay. And so it it's like a one-time kind of stumbling block for people. Mm-hmm. But I, I, you know, I know other churches that really want it to be branded. Mm-hmm. It just 
um, the integration and some of the other things that we'll talk about here in a minute are far less. And so I actually find what Church Center offers based on the fact that we utilize the tool called Planning Center uh, to be far above and far better than the ones that charge you thousands. Really, right. the only thing we're lacking is our logo on mm-hmm. the thing that you tap. Right. And that just does, uh, like, I'm not so enamored with our, you know, smiley F on its side that, like, right. we really must have that on the yeah, that's phone insane. screen. So. Yeah, so cost is the first reason. Yeah. Like, there's just no comparison there. I know another reason that we use it is it really serves as a hub for communication. So just talk a little bit about like, you know, the significance of that. And then also like, what does that mean that it's a hub for communication? What kind of stuff is it that people are finding there? Yeah. I mean, I think um, even as we sat down to like discuss this, I found the question like why we use a church center app a little more challenging than it needed to be. Mm -hmm. Uh, But even as I've sat here and thought, because I have all kinds of apps on my phone. Some of them are about productivity. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure you could really say at least any church app, including ours for sure, is about productivity. Mm-hmm. But it's really about providing an ease of access to the information and interacting with an organization you're interested in mm-hmm. Um basically on demand. yeah, And so that's where I think it's valuable. When you think about other companies, especially restaurants and things like that, that have an app, like I, what I really like about in particular, like Starbucks has done a lot of work and they've really led the way Mm -hmm. on uh, this kind of idea of technology in their business and integrating it into Mm -hmm. the customer workflow and all of those kind of things. And so I think what they're really doing is providing you ease of access when you're looking for it. And so at its core, I think that's what the Church Center app is. If you think about it in terms of like other churches in the Valley or even, you know, years ago, what was really popular was the Church Bulletin. Well, Mm -hmm. I grew up that that's where all the information was, was the Church Bulletin or you had to call the church. Well, if you call the Google Voice number, it tells you to send an email (laughs) and we'll get back to you when we can. So that's not going to be helpful. So then you've got this paper thing. The problem with a paper tool is that first of all once you hit print all the information on it is fixed right so if you're gonna change anything cancel anything anything like that you have to like communicate to everyone and the likelihood everyone gets that communication and then like updates what they have physically in front of them it's just a hot mess and so i think that not having you know we almost all always have our phones in our pockets Mm -hmm. and so utilizing this device that we don't have to spend money on printing and you know the ink and the paper and all of those kind of things and we have the ability for it to be dynamic and update it with like all current information right now uh, just gives you the ability to interact with the church again i'm not i'm not believing i certainly don't even launch the church center app and wonder what's new i'm so excited about what's happening at formation but if you have a question about it yeah but everyone should know there is this is the place yeah you have to have a place to go yeah and i just think we even had a chance to visit a church in the valley not that long ago Mm -hmm. and i left very confused as to as a new person what would i do um where do i go to find more like you were just like well there's nothing that that's something that happened and that was the end of it yeah so i think we always want to make sure that people feel clear about how they can find the information. You know, even as we record this, we have a food truck family night tonight. Mm -hmm. And anyone who's like, what time did that start again? Should very easily be able to open the Church Center app, click on happening and see it right there. Um, And so hopefully that provides that kind of immediate sort of and 
probably a better term is on-demand access mm-hmm. to the tool that helps keep them con- as connected as they're looking to be to our church. Yeah, that's good. And I think the thing just practically that I would en- encourage people listening in is if you have a question about something that's going on, check the church center app first. Yeah. If you can't find it, then like text or email us and ask yeah. <laughs> because I'm still amazed, even though literally everything we do is on that page. Mm-hmm. I still, I mean, I know you get asked more than anyone, like, when is this? Yeah. What, do I, like, you're, what do I need to bring? It's yeah. all there. Like, yep. Everything's right there. So check that first. And if there's any confusion, then always feel free to reach out. Yeah. Uh, the last reason I know, like an area that it's really helpful for us is that it really does help streamline so much of the administration of our church. Yeah. So like, you know, someone fills out their info card on there mm-hmm. and that is immediately put into our planning center database. Like yeah. everything is prayer requests. All of that's happening right there. Well, when we first planted in Chicago at this point, whatever that was, 2009, we were using like, well, we used, had nothing for a year, I think. Oh yeah. Didn't gather a piece of information nope. for a year. And then we were using a paper card mm-hmm. and all of that stuff had to be put in like by hand. So just talk a little bit about how this really helps eliminate some of that and the benefit to it. Well, yeah. And this, you know, pulls into someone who's a part of our church now, Mackenzie, but mm-hmm. we still sometimes, uh, affectionately also frustratingly joke about what we were referred to. Like it was so big and had so many columns and so many rows. We just called it the spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. So if I, I mean, her and I interact with all kinds of spreadsheets all day long, but if I asked her about the spreadsheet, she knew what I meant. And Mm -hmm. even right now I was like, Hey, do you remember the spreadsheet? Uh She would immediately know what I was talking about. And so every part of it really had to be (laughs) manually input. And it's not just a matter of like your address, but just like things that you participated in and Mm -hmm. and are you in a small group and what night do you like it to meet and you know we ask people's t-shirt size and all of that uh what's great about the info card and how that works is on the admin side uh, because you're the you know sole paid staff member at our church Mm -hmm. um, i have the ability to without a ton of time or energy log in and if i were going to order t-shirts i would run a quick list and know Mm -hmm. exactly what sizes our church needs yeah or if i wondered you know how many people attend you know we've We've had this issue where uh, we had some meetups that uh, the the hosts didn't care if people registered. Mm-hmm. And so then as like church leaders, we had no idea that it was being more highly attended than we thought because no one was registered. Meanwhile, I do have the ability to know who registered for what meetups for all of time and yeah. that kind of thing. You know, that's not necessarily valuable information, but there's just a lot of that kind of thing that as long as people, you know, register and Mm -hmm. attend and submit, or, you know, I mentioned the prayer requests. That was such a nightmare. Taking handwritten prayer requests. uh, Anyone can talk to Kenzie about this. I mean, her least favorite job was trying to read people's handwriting and then retype them out in a way. I mean, the number of times we were like, we just would put someone's name because we couldn't make heads or tails of their handwriting and had no idea what to pray for them for. So we, you know, it was one of those, like, we trust that, you know, Lord. Um, (laughs) and, and now I think, especially because people get to type and they're so used to like texting and everything on their phones that we get real thorough understanding. I mean, before you were lucky if you got a sentence, uh, I'm shocked on Mondays how, how thorough some requests are. So at some point you're like, did you stay there for a few minutes afterwards yeah, and amazing. like keep going? And so I just think that, um, that, but even that, like we, because of the way the software is designed, you hit submit and we wake up Monday morning and everyone's prayer requests are there.
there. Yep. Um, no, no human had to do anything in particular. Meanwhile, that used to take Kenzie hours of time just yeah. to do the prayer requests. And so I think it really does for $14 a month, we really have, I mean, that would be, you know, Mackenzie used to volunteer 20 hours a week in the office then. Right. And I was full time and we had another staff member that helped with some of that. Yeah. And now like the software does it all. And so we have the ability to work hard to provide care for people and mm -hmm. to follow up with people and get people connected to the church in a much more efficient way than we have in the past. And it's not all about efficiencies yeah. or all of those kind of things. It's like, and what we know is that if somebody's, and this happened, I remember one Sunday in particular, I had some info cards in my pocket because I'd found them like sitting in a stack and I took my, I went home and did laundry and I washed them. And I was like devastated that these people had something to, but I didn't know who they were. I right. didn't know what they needed. And that was probably really hurtful to them that they mm -hmm. felt like they had checked the box about being in a small group. Meanwhile, no one followed up. And what's brilliant about being able to like infuse technology into the church, which I know for some is a little contentious, but mm -hmm. by being able to infuse that into the church, we have the ability to ensure none of those things happen. Yeah. And that's not to say that we don't miss something or whatever, but it's not due to like washing it. It's not due to losing it. Sometimes it's just due to like busyness of life. Yep. That's good. Those are all really good reasons. And so big idea would be, if you're not currently pretty plugged in uh, on the Church Center app, I would really encourage you uh, to check that out because it really does, I would say, kind of pulling this all together, I would say it helps us best and better care for our church Absolutely. in terms of follow-up, in terms of prayer, in terms of all of those things. So it really is an important tool, and uh, we hope it's helpful to you. But thank you so much for listening to this edition of The Weekly. Um, as always, if there's something that we do that you'd like to better understand, big or small, like we just spent... 13 minutes talking about an app. Mm -hmm. So big or small, send us that question, info at formationslc.com, and we would be happy to answer that question. So until next week, we love you, we're praying for you, and we will see you this Sunday. Mm -hmm.